So yeah, so Power Rangers came to America after being being going for like five years in Japan wow. or however many years, and they realized they had all the kind of fighting scenes because the Power Rangers are in their their mega suits, morphin suits, megazords. No, the suits oh. though, the power power oh. suits. That's it. Oh, that... They're in their power suits, so they didn't need that, but they did need like the filler American kids all having fun and and being comrades and all that kind of stuff. So what they did is they they just filmed a bunch of that stuff, but they filmed it on a super cheap budget. So if you watch Mighty Morphin Power Rangers again, um, anytime it's the American stuff, you know the party monsters? Those yeah. grey fellas. They wear like skin tight suits. And in the Japanese one, they're either women or they like tucked them properly. So these like skin tight grey suited men, you can't see anything. <laughs> But in any of the American ones where they had to do it on a like, super low budget, it's these guys wearing these like gray morph suits, and their junk is <laughs> everywhere all the way on show. That's hot. So there's, yep, there's a top. Twitter called Putty Bulge, and some of them are just like full on, full on mast. <laughs> That's full on mast. <laughs> this this Twitter, they like they stopped doing it. They did it for like a little while, but it's and it's only the American scenes where you can just Jeez. make out. It's a lot of man. Yeah, they just make out these stuntmen's schlongs. <laughs> it's incredible. So, yeah. so if you want to, if you want to go, yeah, at Putty Bulge, shout out to them. They haven't posted since 2014, but uh, well, well. what they what they do have is 17 tweets, and it's entirely worth it. I would say. Oh, I want to. I just want to start one of my own kind of Twitters like that, where it's just absolute nonsense, and it becomes a meme for like two weeks, and then it disappears. And disappears again. That's the dream. My my brother got Twitter famous. Genuinely. So he There's a story there. <laughs> there is. <laughs> he he uh he hooked up with a girl and then that Lucky girl What's got, that like So that girl then like obviously moved on. It was like a one night thing. And he like, like I think six months later he got a, a text from Is he gonna be annoyed that you're telling the story? Maybe. I don't I mean he put it on Twitter and got famous off of it, so no. he can't be that annoyed. So he got then got a text from this this boy being like hey i'm i'm now like dating whatever her name is um felicity i know that you and her like hooked up <laughs> have you got any tips do you know what she likes that's and- weird that's real <laughs> fucking weird Aaron, like screenshot it put it on twitter and put it all over the internet and it like blew up and everyone was like way this guy's asking do you remember seeing this yeah this everyone's like this guy's like this this girl's new boyfriend is asking her ex for tips <laughs> so- <laughs> it's a pleasure. I mean, there's an easy joke of like, just give her the tip. That must have been like, <laughs> that's the easiest joke. You need a you need a helping hand, bro. Uh, right? Should we get? Let's Eiffel Tower or together? No, I went too far, didn't I? What a good place is that? Right? Should we get cracking? Let's get going. Right. It's me adoring movies. It's me adoring movies. It's me adoring movies. So won't you lend an ear? Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Meandering Movie Podcast. Welcome. Um, it's Gary Copeland with my co-podcaster. Big boy Gav. Big boy Gav. I haven't had one of them in a while. I know. I you forgot about it. it. <laughs> and I brought it back. Big boy Gav. Big boy Gav. Um, I'm a big boy. Today, um, with with the Oscar period upon us, basically, mm. we have decided to talk about the Oscars. The Oscars. The yes, Oscars, pretty much. Um, we're going to cover... I know we always do this, and I know we usually never stick to it, but I think we probably will, because Gavin's super excited. Gavin is so fucking on and ready this for this. His, Big this boy Gavin, ready it on. <laughs> we are going to try and talk about a couple of things. Small summary. What the nominations are looking like this year. So the main kind of categories, what's been nominated. Yep. Um, what we think should win in these categories. What's happening with the 2019 Oscars, because that's, oh, yeah. that's a real point of contention. Just this entire Oscars. <sighs> Save it. We'll get into it. And finally... Um, we're going to have a small discussion at the end, maybe not at the end, maybe in the middle. Are Whenever. awards for films genuinely worth it? Are they good yeah. for the industry? Are they bad for the industry? What our thoughts are? Because I think we differ on this. Yes, I think we do. If I remember correctly. But where a better place to start than what the nominations are looking like this year. And the big one, the Oscar to... The one that everyone to wants end to all get. the other Oscars is obviously Best Picture. Yeah, Best Picture. So what have Which, we... I just, I just want to preface by saying... That all of the nominations, more or less across the board, are quite shockingly pathetic. But the best picture category is one of the weakest 
saddest, most pathetic <laughs> list of Best Picture nominations I think I've ever seen. It is so bad. And why is that? Because <laughs> so that in this episode, I'm going to wind Gavin up <laughs> and let him go. <laughs> so enjoy the next hour of Gavin angrily shouting at a microphone. Oh God! I can't like I can't. Me and Audio Boy were sitting. Uh, have, we're in a lovely restaurant called Pisano here in Glasgow. Go visit. Great pizza. And he was like, "Have you seen the Oscar nominations?" And I was like, "Oh no, I haven't yet." And I pulled up my phone and I just sat. We sat there silently for a wee bit because you know we've we have nothing to talk about anymore. We know each other too well. And I'm just scrolling, and he just looked at my face as it slowly just descended <laughs> into sadness and madness. That's a wee bit rhyme for you there, boys. And maybe girl, if you're out there. And it's like, these films aren't even close to having the word best next to them, let alone <laughs> picture. And So I hope you can bag this up with like a list of what you think should be on. Oh yeah, I'm ready to go with that. And also, very, very quick, actually, final thing before we go on. For anyone that lives under a rock and might not have heard of what the Oscars are, for any, I, like, I doubt we need to do this, but just a very quick summary. Okay. The Oscars have been going since 1950s, 40s? Yeah, around then. Like, around then. Around the 40s, I'd say. And every single year, they, they choose the best films. And the categories we they, 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 they divvy out these Oscars for, for are Best Picture, Lead Actor, Lead Actress, Supporting Actor and Actress, Director, animated, feature, animated short, adapted screenplay, original screenplay, cinematography, best documentary, best documentary short subject. There's a lot of these. And then a whole best bunch live of... action short, best foreign language, and then a bunch of technical ones like film editing, sound editing, costumes, etc. etc. Et et like, like so many. music, mayor, mayor, but you've got mayor. like those those main ones of best picture, lead actor, lead actress, support, and, and, and they're the ones. Those are like the ones about. that take center stage. Yeah, best picture, lead actor, and actress. Supporting actor and actress, director, animated feature, and visual effects. We'll yeah. probably chat about today. And of course, like more than anything. Yeah. And this year, the uh, there's, a wee, there's a wee ding there from the, the laptop. Uh, it just likes to say hello. Every time I have the laptop, it's like, hey, hey Gavin. I'm here. Hey, audio boy. Uh, the, <laughs> so the, the films. So, yeah. So that's the Oscars. They, they, you, you, you're vying for the. And, and who. I only found this out recently, but just so everyone does know, who like how how do you nominate a film for an Oscar? So what I it, usually it's kind of like a you it kind of take it around like your like your child to a school and you try and get them into the best school, but it's your movie and you're like, hey, you'll yeah. you'll send out copies to influencers who are part of the academy, which can range from all sorts of people who are part of the academy. Yeah. Where it could be directors or it could be producers or it could just be people who are agents in the yeah. industry and, and this the, is and we'll get into this later but this is where i think a little bit of the oscars is a is a and a lot of the award ceremonies are a bit of a farce for a better word because when you say influences i'm putting quotation brackets yes. around that because they're not really influences from my understanding of my recent research influences are quite literally like oh you had something to do with this film yeah well like, you can have a vote yeah and that person can vote Pretty much any they put any film they want into the mix, yes, and then because there, there's a lot of proper uh, people pick uh, unfortunate that, stories right? that have come out from like uh, people who have the opportunity to vote on like what films get nominated or what film they win, yeah, and they'll just be like, Oh, I voted for that. Like, animated is a perfect example, I think it was last year or the year before. They're like, Oh, why did you vote for this to win best animated? And he went, Oh, I didn't see any of them, but my kid liked that one, so that's why I voted for it. And I'm just like, Wow. It's like, or there's other people that I didn't Thank see. God, I didn't see vote. all the nominations for Best Picture, but the one I liked was this one, so I just yeah, chose that. Yeah, and it's yeah. just like, what? What's the point? Exactly. Totally. Uh, and it, and that kind of, I agree with you. It kind of reflects this year. Yeah, because especially in the Best Picture category, because this year, the Best Picture category screams desperation and attention <laughs> to me because not all of them, but. but the, there's out, out of these films. <laughs> Look, you just get out of these films. <laughs> don't question me on this. Don't question me. Holy fuck! But like, because because I'm like, just to preface, I get that for ninety nine percent of people, the Oscars. Oh, nineteen twenty nine was the thanks for nineteen twenty nine. That's a meandering segment right there. Where I just completely lost what I was saying and looked at the. Screen. That's a good fact though. So the first Oscars was uh, nineteen twenty nine. It lasted a measly fifteen minutes, and in two thousand and two. Um, the ceremony lasted four hours and twenty three minutes, and that's and that's how I suppose that's how big the Oscars have become. Yeah. They, they've become a behemoth of the movie but, industry. But yeah, you were saying. I sorry. fully understand it with the Oscars that ninety nine percent of people don't give a fuck, and for them it's just like pretentious, like these artsy films that come along and 
disappear and it doesn't matter. But, but the Oscars are becoming less and less about the arty films. The yeah, Oscars that's, are becoming more and more. That's what I'm about to get yeah, to yeah, with yeah. this fucking list. Totally. For me, the Oscars and why I enjoy the Oscars and I get like every year I see every single film nominated. I review them. I rank them. I talk about them. I just try and... And where do you do that? Uh, I do that on ramblingsofscotsman.com, my blog, where I write little oh, fantastic. things. So if anybody wanted to go and find them, they could... Anyone wanted to go and find them. www.ramblingsofscotsman.com. And I'll be doing the 2019 one and holy fuck so far am I just being really <laughs> really angry in that piece but it's like the reason I love the Oscars is usually the films that come along and get this picture and are being celebrated are the films that I like that I love watching that I get excited about That it's not your MTV movie awards where they just give surfboards to Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart Yeah, I don't give a fuck <laughs> about Jumanji or who had the best kiss in Twilight I don't give a fuck about I care about like last year's best picture nominations we've got like Shape of Water or Call Me By Your Name, Dunkirk, uh, uh, Lady Shape Bird. Shape of Water got that. I, like, did, I did not understand that. Oh, I was fully for it. I mean, there was five films that got it and Shape of Water was one of them. I mean, Shape of been... Water was rubbish, though. Shape of Water is glorious. It's... Oh, man. We're... It's Guillermo del Toro's... I know it always comes up, but we are such opposite ends of this picture. You're such an it... arty wanger. And that's when it comes Shape to the Oscars. Shape of Water was shite. And when it comes to the Oscars, I'm just like, I get fully invested in this these beautifully artsy people will say pretentious like they i hate those videos they're like oh well, this is things to make an oscar baity movie i'm like go fuck yourself maybe someone's just making a really important movie and it's the producers and it's the studio that's pushing it and it's not the, the creator behind that film so then this year uh, there was a lot of buzz in the circles that i live in and read. all those hives that you visit all those hives that i visit <laughs> uh, and god that's the a, honey that's a bee pun for you <laughs> it's a bee pun uh, <laughs> Uh, I mean, look, look at that uh, fucking Phantom Thread, Shape of War, three billboards of uh, Missouri. Combat, I mean, Call best by picture your name. last year. I like of all some of them, stunning films. Some stunning of all of them, films. three billboards. I think there's like, th- yeah, you're right. There's four films that could have easily smashed Shape of War because Shape of War was boring. No, yeah, it was. No, oh. Call Me by Your Name, like, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, and three billboards. Oh, Get all Out better. was so fucking overrated. Get that. See, that's the fucking. Uh, that's the fucking. Uh, any of the five. F- Get five. Out was a great film. Get Out was okay. It's better than Shape of Water. No, it fucking isn't. Right, wait, 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 wait. We're talking 2019 yes. Oscars. stick to 2019. So, You're a bad boy, audio boy, bringing it up in front of me. <laughs> riling him up. You'll, you'll... So, the best picture nominations this year, we have got... And I just want you to give me a thumbs up, thumbs down for each of these as I say them. Okay. And that'll give us a good spread of what you... I'll say thumbs up or thumbs down because this is an audio podcast. Yeah. It would be really it pointless for me. for me to just visually give you a thumbs up and thumbs down and the audience have nothing to go. So, Black Panther. Thumbs down. Wait, no, just for context, <laughs> what does the thumbs down, thumbs up mean? Does it right, mean... so yeah, I think, thumb, I think we're talking in the in the category of best film of Should the it have last been nominated? year. Like, is it, a, is it one of the best films of 2019? Is, like, it, is it a best picture worthy nomination? Yeah, basically. Okay. Not that it's a bad film. No, not because no, Black Panther should it have been nominated is, a, is a fine film. Or are there other films that could have taken that spot? So yeah, so Black Panther. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. Black K. Klansman. Thumbs down, Black Klansman. Bohemian Rhapsody. The biggest thumbs down I could possibly humanly give. The favourite? Thumbs up. Green Book? Thumbs down. Roma? Thumbs up. A Star is Born? Thumbs down. And Vice? Thumbs up. Okay, cool. So, so three films. Three films out of them you, you reckon are the best films of the year. And two of the three of them are like, they're pass- like they're good films. Mm-hmm. I enjoy them. Like The Favourite and, and Vice are good films. I, re- I really enjoyed The Favourite. Like whole, You're going to laugh them off. The man just so far hasn't made a film I haven't loved. Like Audio Boy is obsessed with the lobster. It's like yeah. one of his favorite films of all time. Like he, he's he's up and coming and he keeps doing these weird, yeah, weird films that always smash it though. Because the favorite was we yeah, like, we went the favorite into the favorite came out of nowhere and people right? were just like wow. And I'm like, where the fuck have you all been all this time? So I I mean I I must have had the favorite rattling around my head after the Oscar nominations came out because I must have seen it as best picture. Yeah, because I remember then, messing you like, go see the favorite, you'll love it. Yeah, and I was like, I don't, I don't know what the fuck that is. We went to the cinema and people were like, what are we going to go see today? And we picked, and I was like, well, I've heard the favorite's good. I honestly don't know what it is other than it's a comedy. We went and saw it, and all of us, I like, I sat there and I was like, am I enjoying? It? Is this meant to be funny? I don't get yeah, it. And then I found so afterwards, like, I was like, oh wait, yeah, I'm glad I was reading like, that. Those properly. three lead performances, <laughs> which have all been deservedly nominated, of Olivia Colman and Mr. Rachel Weisz, are fucking immense. Yeah, and the characters are just so rich and like you could just have one of them have been up like olivia coleman could lead a film by herself or Rachel weiss's character could lead a film yeah, by herself yeah, yeah. and you can just get lost in the fucking weeds with those nutcase characters that are a joy to watch just like 
take chunks of each other. Yeah. And it was a great film. And I really enjoyed it. And, and then it, and then it was kind like, of juxtaposed, juxtaposed, juxtaposition, juxtaposed, I don't know. Can't say that word. Um, juxtaposed. It's juxtaposed with all the kind of weird modern, yeah, like twists, like the dance scene, which, which had is just so and, great. And it's all this like, bizarre. And I was like, oh, what the like? What's happening? And a here? lot of the dialogue as well is just like so kind of biting it's so and cut- sharp. Yes, like, so like sharp. the comedy is like Yorgos Lathamoff is like one of the best underrated comedy directors because like he has these wonderful wide shots of these gorgeous landscapes yeah. of architecture, and in the middle of it, he's got like. Emma Stone like slowly just trying to creak out of her room. It's, it's like a Laurel and Hardy kind of sketch yeah, almost, yeah. but it's so beautiful to look at. So yeah, and then there's Vice, which really good film. I'm I'm at two places with Vice, which is that film's an immense like shock and awe assault of the mind and brain mm-hmm. and senses. And From Adam McKay as well, Step Brothers, Adam McKay, yeah, which, which was which was like a bit. We'll Let get to Adam McKay me. in a second because oh boy, Adam McKay. But it's like, <laughs> Christian Bale is immense. Like if he doesn't win Best Actor, it's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. criminal. Uh, but then there's Adam McKay, and for me, I can't stand Adam McKay's style of directing. Mm-hmm. I think he gets in the way of his films with his kind of ego-driven look, how clever and funny and comical. Because ah, see, I like that, that scene in Vice. We'll, we'll try not to spoil anything for any of these films. Cause, yeah, because the Oscars. But there is that scene with the credits. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, that starts happening, and I'm just like, okay, I get what we're doing here, and it keeps going. I'm like, okay, I get this now, and it keeps going. I'm like, just go away and yeah, let yeah, the yeah. film, let this incredibly insane story and this larger than life devil character. Yeah. Just let them the lead the film. Side, on the on the on the flip side of that coin, you've got the uh, the Shakespeare scene, which was, was oh, oh God. see, I thought that was no, genius. Cause, no, because he was like, I love that. It's almost like let's do a Shakespeare thing, and I'm like, please don't do it. And he, and then he of course did it, and I went, it was funnier if you didn't do it. That you're doing it is so unfunny. No, I disagree. I just dis- I think I think it needed to happen because it's it's it adds to the joke, and it doesn't. But- the, the credits one, yeah, goes on a bit too long. I thought the Shakespeare one was like a... There's a lot of jokes that just go on a bit. You're just like, Adam McKay, go away. Get out of the way of this film and let this yeah. film do it itself. On a side one, once, Rockwell's performance, as always, a That scene of like him and Rockwell across the table from each other eating barbecue. My Holy fuck. God, right? Holy fuck. Like, those what are two scene. actors just giving it and everything. And, and the kind of the, uh, the quick cuts to what's happening. Mm. Like, yeah. it really didn't need to be there, but... Oh, <laughs> my advice is good. And then there's the definite shit. Like, don't get me wrong, Adam McKay's direct style I didn't like, and I thought was a disservice to parts of the film. Yeah, but I still loved Vice. Like, I came out of Vice just being like absolutely blown away with it. Like, that. I, no, I won't say it because it's like a spoiler. Well, I guess it's not a spoiler, but when like the uh, all of the nine eleven stuff kicks off, yeah. and it really just starts diving into that, and the film takes a complete tonal shift. Yeah, but... and it takes a much like the comedy kind of goes away, the Adam McKayness goes away. And the focus on the Dick Cheney like fully comes like that film goes into a different gear and it's just like whoa this is this is intense mm-hmm. and that final ending scene what Dick Cheney does is like wow I'm just sitting there in the cinema with him just glaring down at me with his fearful Christian Bailey eyes and I'm like wow this is like this is something this film and then what about Roma so why and is then, Roma also and then we come up good. to Roma and Roma is one of the most beautifully special delightful personal joyous films i've mm-hmm. watched in such a long time i just I sat down turned off the lights put it on uh, netflix and wow because i've not seen roma myself and i know audio Roma's, boy hasn't either roma's the only one you haven't seen it's the only one i've not seen an audio boy it's the only one he hasn't seen i think he's gonna walk away while i talk about roma because he just doesn't want to hear anything <laughs> but roma is absolutely everything that a best picture nomination should be right okay it is just stunning like there's it's a powerhouse of there's certain shots in that that because you, you know alfonso cron's kind of style like yeah, those yeah. kind of long takes or he has these uh, like uh, elaborate set pieces that like seem insane to choreograph roma just goes to a different level at points mm-hmm. where there's, there's just these panning shots of like the main character uh, cleo like she's running down the street she's trying to catch the kids and then it just comes to this like it leaves the street and comes to this large this open area and it's, you're just thinking like all of this he had to like choreograph and plan out and god knows how many times he had to shoot it and the scale of it is insane right but there's other points where it's literally just the main character in a room going about her daily life and just like 
because this was so personal for our fans of Quran and it's largely inspired by his childhood. It's just like it's like looking, it's like peering through a win a cinematic window that he created from his memory, yeah. and you're just just watching it, and it's joyous. It's like oh, oh, <laughs> all I want now is I want that film to get a wide release yeah, uh, in yeah, a yeah. in a cinema, so I can just watch it again and watch it on the big screen. Because this ties back into a previous episode, but that also got dumped on Netflix, right? Yeah, just straight no, straight no to Netflix, release. and I'm like, oh, this film deserves the big screen yeah there's yeah. there's few like that and uh, annihilation those are films where i'm like these deserve to be on the big fu-. like i can't imagine i cannot believe roma isn't on a cinema screen yeah. and it's on a tv screen or your laptop some people are going to watch that on their phone and i'm just like this needs <laughs> every bit of scale and screen size it can get because it's just so incredible to look at. It'd be like watching Dunkirk on a phone because Dun- yeah. like Dunkirk was made for a yeah, gigantic screen with a surround an sound system. And if you're like, not, if you're not watching it in that, you're still getting the general beats of the film, but yeah. you're really not experiencing the like, film. Experiencing Dunkirk and IMAX was just this overwhelming. Like I don't know how to feel at points, and I was just like, <laughs> and Roma was the same. At Roma, so many times, like this, just the most inane thing can be happening in this, the life of these characters, and I would just start to like well up or something like that because it was just so beautiful to yeah. look at and I was like oh this is what I've been waiting for in this best picture category because everything else I love Vice I love the favourite mm-hmm. but there's just there's just little bits I'm like it's not all the way and then the rest of the fucking films are just and let, let's jump into that So, that, and this is where I, I do agree with you because it's like I saw The Favourite, I saw Vice, I haven't seen Roma, I've, we've both seen Green Book, and I can see why Green Book's been nominated for Best Yeah, we Picture. both know why Green Book's been nominated, does yeah. not deserve to be nominated. I, we both know why okay. Black Panther's like, been nominated, it. doesn't deserve to be nominated. And Black K. Klansman. Black Klansman, I can maybe give a pat. I'm like, I see what it was trying to do, mm-hmm. it didn't achieve what it was trying to do, but it still has a message, it still has themes that it... And, and I, think this is where, like, I think this is where it's interesting, because I think Black... Black K Klansman and Green Book are You're both going to commit of, to saying Black K Klansman. It's the way you say the film. It's not the way you We're moving it. on. The, I understand both of, both of, both of the messages they're putting out there, yeah. right? And I, I fully, I'm, I'm, you know, a big advocate for what they're trying to say. Yeah. But compared to The Favorite and Vice, I don't think either of them were quite as good as either of those two films. And yeah. and considering how much we've just both of us gushed over Vice and The Favorite, we've yeah. both seen. Like, I'm sure so, if I'd seen so Roma, much to talk about with those we films. We would have been like, oh my totally. god, that film. And how much we could gush over those? Then you bring in Bohemian Rhapsody, Black Panther, and uh, A Star Is Born. Yeah, and it's like those films are all good. I think. Mean, <sighs> but best picture worthy. This is the thing. Yeah. So it's like it's it's. But then this is going to come into the second part of this conversation of are the Oscars what the Oscars want to be? Like Oscar, the Oscars are now this the the, the most high profile award ceremony out there, right? Yeah. So they are seen by the most people. So well, not their like viewership is just plummeting year upon. Yeah, but they have and, a viewership, and, and that's why th- this year, which we'll get into later, this year they're just a damage control at this point yeah. to try and cling back any sort of audience. But, but that's but, probably, and this is where it's it's damaging as well as it is. It's damaging as well as it's. I understand what they're trying to do. So they're trying to bring in these films, Black Panther, superhero film. Yeah. Um, I mean, because there was Star that... is Born, The Bohemian Rhapsody, all of these were fan favorites, right? Those so... are ones that got a lot of buzz, a lot of talk, especially yeah. Black Panther and especially Star is Born for different reasons. And Bohemian Rhapsody, though. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm just going to say it I know, now. I know you don't. I like just want to say it now. Bohemian Rhapsody is a terrible, awful <laughs> shit film. And thank you, Audio Boy. Don't thank you for applauding that. me. Don't applaud and that. the only and I'm gonna to continue to say this until people listen, and I have a podcast now that I'm gonna say it. The <laughs> only reason people think Bohemian Rhapsody is good is because they like the music of Queen. Because the music of Queen starts, and you're like, Oh, I love this song. And then you, you kinda of get wrapped up with the song. You get swept away with the music. Because it's a fucking yeah. Queen song, but then people forget that the film they're watching is like a, a student amateur made film that's structurally awful, pacing-wise a nightmare, character-wise devoid of anything, mm. and just terrible. Like, it's like a TV movie that was made by committee. But, but, the Academy Awards are the best, or the, or the most loved films of the people. Not, no, they're not. But they are. Now they're trying to be, but they weren't well, but before. The, but, that, but the reason they're trying to be is because nobody really gives a fuck about the Academy Awards anymore. But that's... That's the thing I'm really upset about because now they're just going to become like a Golden Globes where they give, like, oh, we'll give The Martian a nomination. Why? Oh, because people are talking about it. So, like, they gave Rami Malik Best Actor. 
And what planet are we living on is Rami Malik the best actor? What then, did he do? But then he just did Rami Malik with weird hair. Between us, between we we know you are the the high high act movie loving Sex in the City. I don't know what this what, what analogy am I going for here? You you're like the the smart movie man, and I am the everyday movie man, and I can I can understand where they're coming from. I mean, like, my best pictures of the year, here's the thing, my best picture list of the year, if I if I wrote this list, and you wrote this list, and we didn't know what was in this best picture category, our list would be completely fucking different. The one thing I can say is, if I did write my list, the only film from the best picture one that would make it onto my list would be Roma. Nothing else I'd be like, I wanted, this needs to be... So yeah, and that's interesting. What is on? What, else, what, what are the other films on your list? What, what do you think is more deserving of that? golden man named it just Oscar. so happens that i wrote a list the day that uh that it came out because uh, uh audio boy and i sitting there in a wee bar after our, our dinner at pisano because you know why not why and, I, not? and we were just like what are the films like what are the films that should be nominated and we have a list of five six films here Go that on. are far more deserving uh i'm sorry i would now add roma on it because at the time i hadn't so seen seven films. So, so seven films so roma would be one uh first man the uh Damien Giselle directed Ryan Gosling starring film about Neil uh, Armstrong Neil Armstrong which is just one of the most intimate explorations of grief in one of history's most iconic people I've ever experienced and it was mm. like and the fucking score god that film uh, <laughs> Wildlife is Paul Dano's directorial debut with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal uh, Kyle Mulligan and I can't remember the son's actor but it's just about the the kind of this incredible deconstruction of the nuclear family uh, and it's such a personal kind of character driven film and Carrie Mulligan who should have been nominated for lead actress gives one of the best performances I saw last mm. year her performance was otherworldly amazing and Glenn Close but she got nominated uh, <laughs> Widows which is a uh, Steve McQueen's film with uh, like Viola Davis, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, like and one I missed annoyingly. I was, oh, I really it's just to see it. it's once again it's like Steve McQueen just has this way with fucking yeah. with just characters and the way the camera treats those characters. That it's just like the man never fails. Like Twelve Years a Slave or Shame yeah. or uh, Hunger. It, it's another annoying part of this whole conversation of the films that you're right probably are more more Oscar deserving than anything else because I, I don't disagree with you on the on the sense that the Oscars are meant to be the best of the best and what does get nominated usually isn't the best of the best I don't disagree with you that but I think we'll get into it but the Oscars yeah. I think are fucking stupid anyway and most award ceremonies are but for the common man myself going to see Widows which was in Cineworld for I think a week and a half two weeks maybe probably, probably that yeah before it disappeared and I obviously go with a group of people not a group I go with two of my friends partner you're so friend. popular Everyone's so popular. so popular. And if I want to go, you know, if we want to go and see all these films, there's the, the kind of communal chat of like, what do we want to go see today? And we do usually kind of veer to the side of like, well, this is easy and it's kind yeah. of like a big film. We'll go see that and we'll maybe pick this one up later. Oh, wait, no. Bohemian Rhapsody has been playing for the last three months. We could have seen it anytime and we've missed Widows. Do you know what I mean? But it's, it's, it's that kind of annoying thing yeah. of you don't know how long something's going to be in the cinema. So you... You prioritize wrongly, which then hurts the whole process. But then that's where, for me, the Oscars would always come in as like these smaller films that are better than all a lot of the other ones that yeah. come out that don't get the attention. The Oscars was their chance to get that attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people would always, oh, those are just Oscar films, and I'm like, well, yeah. And these are the films that need to be that I would like to be seen and celebrated because I can sit here seven days a week, in and out, talking about. The new superhero film, or the next Star Wars film, yeah. or the next Godzilla film. I can very easily do that. As we do. Because I enjoy those films. As we I do. enjoy going to the cinema. I enjoy watching them. And sometimes when they're bad, like I don't, Robin Hood or Venom, I like to shit all over them. But it's like, but for just a short period of time, I'd like to just look at some actual films mm-hmm. and just get lost in some films. But now it's fucking Black Panther and Bohemian Rhapsody and A Star is Born are the films that people are talking about. And I'm like, I came out of all of all of those films going like, yeah, that was alright. Like a Star is Born, wonderful music, mm. lovely performances, a strong directorial directorial debut from uh, Bradley BC. Cooper. Looking forward to see more. Good of old him. BC. But I was like, that was alright. I enjoyed my time. Yeah. I came out of Black Panther going, that had like one of the best Marvel films of all time. It's maybe not one of the best Marvel films, but it was entertaining. Mm. I enjoyed myself. I came out of Black Klansman going, 
still don't like Spike Lee, but you can make a decent film every so often. And man, I love Adam Driver. Yeah. And then I went on with my life. But it's like, these are the films now that for most of January and a lot of February, people are giving attention to and talking about. And I'm just like, these films don't deserve... Like, people are still talking about Bohemian Rhapsody. And that's like someone taking a cheese grater and grinding it against the front of my face every day I have to hear about that fucking film. Because it's so bad. But this is the whole problem. This is exactly what I'm talking about. It's like, we... These all, these films all come out at the same time of year, and and this is also the kind of like snowball effect. All of these all the Oscar films come out at the same time of year. Yeah, because so there's, there's this there's period like certain of... uh, criteria like they have to come out at a certain time to be considered for nomination. Oh really? Yeah, well, to... that's fucking stupid. But they all come out at the same time of year, and then when like like if you are not an Oscar lover, if you're not like a oh I love film, if you just yeah. like going to the cinema every once in a while and you want to just turn your brain off, and which watch is nothing wrong, but nothing wrong with, and you click open the Cineworld app and you're like, oh, look at all these films that are out. Like, oh God, they all look like these wanky, pretentious Oscar films. Ugh. So then when the Oscars come up and it's like, oh, you know, I'm not going to watch the Oscars because I've already seen the list of films and I didn't even bother to go cinema see them because they're all wanky, pretentious films. Like, that, it's it's a, it's a weird argument because the argument is, who is the Oscars for? Is it for you, the wank? Or... Hi, I'm the wank, everybody. <laughs> or me, the good guy film watcher. Like, the good guy. Oh, I'm sorry. How come I don't like these adjectives? Wank, wank is in wanky and pretentious film lover. I mean, I definitely. I mean, I've. I'm gonna hear listen back to this podcast at some point. I'm going. Yeah, this sounds like a pretentious wanky arsehole talking right now. <laughs> but sometimes like, I don't care. Sometimes I want to get pretentious yeah. and wanky and just talk about films. Other times I want to just talk about how fucking dumb but fun Upgrade was, yeah. or how dumb and silly. I don't. Or I don't know, like. But then the other argument for this is like, what's the criteria to be a best picture film? Like, like because you don't like it doesn't mean doesn't mean it's a bad film. Here's, and that's it. Like the the weird element of this whole Oscar chat is is like we can sit here and rip apart the Oscar choices, but at the end of the day, there are opinions, and it's the opinions of yeah. other people that have picked them in. We're currently. I mean, if I, will, if I look at some of the films on this list, uh, they're very clearly Black Panther, Black Klansman, and Green Book. They are. They're trying to say something. They want to have a message that's commentating on the, the uh, racial issues of racial America. issues. Uh, yeah. Not of America. Not only of America, but of the world. Because Black yeah, Panther yeah, yeah. is kind of world based. And and there's hit and miss on that as well. Because Green Book. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Mm. When it comes to these three films and their different uh, ways of approaching this topic, I don't think any of them do a very good job of it mm. whatsoever. Because when it comes to Black Panther, it has some for a marvel film some really nuanced commentary that when i was sitting i was just like holy fuck like they're really they're going for it and they're doing a good job and then cut to terrible cgi filled action scene that just completely (laughs) deflates anything that you're yeah that they're trying to say and andy circus is shooting a laser from his arm and there's a big fucking rhino fight scene at the end it's just like you just no, you've you no get rid of this. Like but then, but then the people that are going to see it because it's one of the probably most watched films of last year. Oh, no, the fact they're making, fucking tell me about it. The fact that they're making strides in the right direction is. I know that's the thing. Good. Black Panther is a, a great step in the right direction, yeah. but it's not a best picture worthy attempt. Mm-hmm. And then we look at Black Klansman, and again, goes for the attempt, but Spike Lee has the subtlety and ability of a jackhammer to the face and he just gets lost he goes in so many different fucking yeah. directions and tries so many different things the message gets diluted and totally lost so at yeah, the end of until, that until he then has to, to spell and then it out he literally just the at the end has to go yeah. oh here's what i was saying and i was like well you're what about the rest of the film you do that yeah. i mean I, I i agree and disagree with you on that and then spoken about that. and with yeah and with black clansman i just feel that it had a message but it, spike lee is incapable of communicating it because yeah. the man isn't great and then green book fucks it and green then we come to green book and green book is the weakest of all three when it comes yeah. to its attempt because it it literally has i'm surprised green I, i'm with you on this i'm surprised green book is on best picture list i, I, I mean, saw that film i know exactly like... why green book green book is nominated and it's because as i said my review on ramsonsoxman.com it's a big plug there again is it's exactly what the academy and critics and the culture of today wants which is a safe comfortable happy ending filled mm. attempt at like racial uh, strife within America because if you look at Green Book Mahershala Ali's character Dr. Don Shirley is a black gay alcoholic lonely musician in the 60s 
And the best the film can do to approach the subject is talk about fried chicken and hey, yeah. I'm, I'm walking here, and I was like, really? This is like this is the best you got? Yeah, it's like. And then I'm with I, you know I think it was me that said to you that like their their attempts at dealing with the racial issues, like they they bring them up and then they very quickly dismiss them with their their own jokes. Yeah. It, like literally minutes after being like, look, this is important. You, this shouldn't be funny. And then pow, aha, we made a joke about black people loving fried chicken. And it's like, what is your point? I, what? Cause what? I know it's like, there are so yeah, many scenes where it. there are revelations or there are moments where Mahersha Ali's character is uh, oppressed or a revelation about who he is as a person comes mm-hmm. out. Or there's just a scene where he's just sitting there just like drunk as all hell and clearly a very sad, lonely man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just like, oh, here we go. Like, we spent all this time with Viggo Mortensen's character. We've got to know him. He's a, has his charms and Viggo Mortensen does an incredible performance. Definitely worthy of a nomination, that performance. Mm. I'm like, but we're finally going to get into the d- character of, or the, the life of Dr. Don Shirley, who was a real man. We're finally going to get into it. And the fan goes, actually, no, there's this kind of, there's this other, th- other thing over here we're going to do. We're going to watch Viggo Mortensen eat another sandwich. And I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Or or it says, oh, look, you think we're going to do this? No, nope, it's a bit. Because we're doing a bit. It does a bit, and then it just it wraps it up. It gives you the happy wee conclusion to that possible conflict, and it moves on. And then the entire film just ends in a neat, tidy little lovely bow where everyone's friends, and they celebrate Christmas. And I'm just like, are you insane? So I, I just very quickly, I want to give I want to give the, the, our listeners a, 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 a cross-section of this film because it, it really, really fucked me off the bit I'm going to talk about and it's the yeah. bit I, sp- I spoke to you about. Uh, so the, 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 the fried chicken joke which we talked about, effectively what's happening in the film is uh, Viggo Mortensen's character is like, yeah, you guys all love fried chicken, meaning the blacks, the yeah. black community. Um, Don Shirley, Dr. Don Shirley uh, is then like, no, that's a huge misrepresentation just, yeah. and it's not cool that you say that. And I was like, sweet, yep, that's good. He's called him up on that. And then the next scene more or less yeah um a few scenes later a few scenes later they go, five they, minutes they go into this uh like white country club which was clearly at one point a plantation yeah like so all very clearly made out like this is a super racist place and they shouldn't be here because they're traveling through the south and yeah. it's bad anyway but they get there and the old white uh oppressor who runs the country club is like oh we got the boys in the kitchen to make you up something that we the, knew you were the gonna boys love. be in the kitchen all black stuff all black stuff and they open it up from their silver platter, and it's fried chicken. And the camera cuts to Viggo Mortensen, who gives this smug, like, <laughs> I told you so. And then it cuts back to the black character, Dr. Don Shirley, who's kind of like, oh, well, I guess you're right. And he literally shrugs on screen. And I was like, what the fuck? What, like, what is the point there? Is the point that the black kitchen staff do love fried chicken? In which case, Viggo Mortensen's racism was right. In which case, the film is saying that it's yeah. being racist or... Yeah. Like, or, or is it just meant to be a joke? In which case, you're pulling the rug out from your message. Yeah, like, I, I, oh, I didn't that's, understand. That's it. a perfect way of describing Green Book because it it says here's here's our message, oh. and then oh, it's getting a phone call. Apologies. And, it was it. So that's the thing with Green Book is like here's our message, here's our commentary, and now we're just going to pull the rug from under ourselves yeah. and completely fuck that message up, and yeah. now like just completely deflate it with a joke. And you're just like. No. And Green Book does that a good couple of times, right? And it gets really frustrating. We're just like, the scene of the revelation, this is a a spoiler, I I guess, but if you know anything about the life of Dr. Don Shirley, then it's maybe not. But when he's in the bathhouse and he's found that he was uh, with another man, and I'm like, holy fuck, like, not only is this man black and oppressed, but now he's also gay. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be taken even worse by groups of people. And the film never touches upon it again yeah. it, there's a scene with him and Viggo Mortensen and they have an argument about like don't you go away again I'm in charge of you and he gets in the car and they drive away and I'm like that's it Yeah. you never like there's so much you can approach that you can like there's so much you can touch upon that's relevant even told today for a lot of people people there's messages in that film that could help people now but the film's like nah we're just gonna make a bunch of jokes and move on and I'm like this is what nominated for best picture Yeah. it's like Really? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. so just. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that one at least. Anyway, we've spent forty minutes talking about one category of <laughs> and we should probably move on, and we're gonna have to move on quickly now to uh, lead actor, lead actress, which we can, which you know, we, yeah, should we can fire through quicker. like 
I mean, so, yeah. when it comes to these ones, they're not as bad. There's a couple like Lady Gaga. I don't know why she's nominated. Rami Malek. Don't know why he's nominated. Well, I thought Lady Gaga was a good performance. <sighs> I mean, she gets better as the film goes on, but like her very first scene, I was just like, oh no. But then it's also her debut, isn't it? But is it best? Is it, pe- is debut? It, is it? Yeah, sorry. Well, no, it's her. It's her. Our movie debut. Movie. It's not. But she's been on TV hey, before. Fun fact: uh, Julie Andrews got nominated for her very first film. Uh, she got nominated for Best Actress, which was. Ooh, Mary Poppins, I want to say. Probably Mary Poppins. I think it was Mary Poppins. You got nominated for Best Actress for Mary Poppins. Um, Audio Boy's going to Google it. He's going to check it up. But yeah, there you go. That's a fun fact. Uh, so if, if Lady Gaga manages I this. I know, but it's like, fine, give her the nomination. Because, I mean, I know why she's nominated. It's because they want her there because that'll bring her fans to come and watch. Because mm. we're, again, we're talking about the Oscars are losing viewership. If she's there and she sings the song with Bradley Cooper, again, people are going to tune in for that. They're going to get more viewership. Because mm. apparently this year, all was it Mary Poppins? It was Mary Poppins, best yeah, actress, and yeah, that was her. That was like her first film. Yeah, but there's a big I'm difference sure. between the quality of acting with Julie Andrews and the quality of acting of Lady Gaga. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like this year, all five uh, original songs that were nominated uh, are all going to get a chance to perform because once again, they're all very they popular songs. They're well. easy songs that some have charted, some haven't, like, and they're just going to bring in more audience and that's why they're doing it that's why i think lady gag is nominated honestly because mm-hmm. she's popular yeah. and it'll bring her in that's why black so, panther's nominated so yeah, i know i said we should kind of fire through this i i, I think we're probably gonna have to kind of skip do you want to keep diving in or do you want to talk about the general oscars the general state of the oscars what do you want to do gavin we always mean, come back to this well i'll just I'll, I'll just quickly throw out who do you think should win best act or lead actor uh, of the five nominees? Of the five nominees. Of the five Christian nominees. Bale, Bradley Cooper, Willem Dafoe, Rami Malek, Viggo Mortensen. Ooh, I'd say it's between Bale and Cooper, personally. Um, I'd say Christian Bale, without a doubt. Like, yeah? Yeah. See, I, 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 I've I, seen Vice more recently, so I'm kind of in that, like, oh, I, I can't remember Cooper as well. But I do remember watching that and being like, fuck me. Like, I can see them going with Cooper, so because once again, the popular vote, they might want to give it to him. Mm. Uh, lead actress, Yalitza Aparicio, a I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing it wrong, but from Roma, then Glenn Close, Olivia Coleman, Lady Gaga, and Melissa McCarthy. Uh, Olivia Coleman, man, the favorite. Uh, she was great. I would go, I mean, for me, gonna... personal choice, Glenn Close, because she's just astonishing in the wife. Yeah. But I think it's probably going to go to Lady Gaga. If no, in fact, oh, Lisa for Roma. In fact, I'm going to say Lisa for Roma. Yeah, Lisa. Her. All right, there you go. I see. I reckon Olivia Coleman, the favorite. Supporting actor. This is again. Not the strongest of categories. There's no one here that really see, stands my, out. My, oh, I see you say that, but my heart. Anytime I see Sam Rockwell come up, yeah. I'm like, "Yep, give Sam Rockwell." But I think an o- give him all the Oscars. So for like anything he's Mahershala ever done. Mahershala Ali, Adam Driver, Sam Elliott, Richard E. Grant, and Sam Rockwell. I'm, um, I'm, it's well, it's a tougher one actually. I I'm kind of torn. I, I Sam Rockwell, we've already talked about, and I I honestly think that was a, a really good performance for him. But yeah. it's, as always with Rockwell, it's and like, with the Academy, they love seeing someone do a performance of someone that's recognizable he also I, but he also won the he also won it last year didn't he yeah, sport actor. he did but um, people have, like Alfonso Cron's won many times in a year and so is uh, I think they might give it to Adam Driver I'm, I'm leaning towards my hair slightly I, yeah, I, I think they'll go with him it's possible I, yeah it's between those three for me my heart Sam Elliott to win I'd love it if Sam Elliott won just because it's <laughs> fucking Sam Elliott uh, uh, support actress. actress Amy Adams Miranda Tavaria for Roma Regina King uh, for Beale Talk which I've not seen yet uh, Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz both the favourite I mean <sighs> I'm going to go with Marina Tavira for Roma I'm surprised Amy Adams is there weirdly yeah. I, I didn't she I thought really she was, doesn't well, she's not in the film that much yeah like, and when she does she's she has, a, she has a few key moments, but I, yeah. I can, like compi- considering Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz are on that list. Do you think Amy Adams is going to be the next Meryl Streep? She's in a film, so we'll just nominate her. <laughs> Potentially. I mean, it, it, this actually brings up a, a, another interesting point from, that I wanted to talk to you about. Supporting actresses there are Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz from The Favourite. Best actress is Olivia, Olivia Coleman, Coleman from The Favourite. So that's the three main characters. All deserved nominations. But why... And, and this is where I think the whole... Like, the fact that, that when you're nominating people for an Oscars you have to pick like best actress or like uh best lead actress that's it the, the, I wouldn't have said Olivia Coleman was the lead in that film I'd say Emma Stone probably I'd say all three of them this is the thing it's a, it's a shared role be... like I wouldn't say there's a like yeah I think they're all lead I mean they all do leads in different ways yeah so it's like then you you know you but that's more to, to do with the that, that's more to do with the studio and the way that 
how they want to put forward because who they think is, yeah. is their best chance. But then I, it's like, again, I think this is the problem with the Oscars again. I think it's I another mean, one. But, but when it's... it when it comes to the, the categories in the Oscars, it's a whole lot better than what the fucking Golden Globes do. When it's like they put The Martian in musical slash they put Get Out in musical slash comedy, and I was like, what fucking <laughs> film were you watching where you <laughs> thought it was a musical slash comedy? So yeah, it's best born actress. What do you think? Uh, yeah, it's Marina Tavira for Roma. Yeah. Um, see, again, favorite is one of my favorite of the years. So I'm going to go. I mean, between Weiss and Stone, though. Um, and then, I think Stone, Stone kind of nailed that. She nailed that really manipulative. But, sneaky... but when it comes to when it comes to the two from the favorite, Rachel Weiss, when it comes to the sport and actress and the two of them, Rachel Weiss just so good in Yorgos Lathamos films. She was. She's just she like is. her in the Lobster and yeah. her in that. She's like she. Oof. Um, and then yeah, last two will do, and then I think we'll, just, we'll crack on. This would be a longer episode than normal anyway. I mean, we've done longer than this before. No, I know, but that's but the normal. We usually aim for the old 40 mark. Ah, we? we're fine. We're having fun. <laughs> so, director. Uh, best uh, director. Spike Lee for Black Klansman. Powell Pulowski for Cold War, which I've not seen. Sorry for pronouncing that wrong. Uh, Jonas Lathamoth for The Favourite. Alfonso Cuaron for Roma. And Adam Kay for Vice. This is the easiest fucking one. It's fucking... Alfonso Caron for Roma. If that <laughs> what man, a surprise. If that and man, I'm going to continue my trend of picking thing, the favourite. Ro- if Roma is nominated in a category, it needs to win. Because, God, it I needs need to, to win. watch it. See, now I'm going to, I'm like, because I, I might, you might sit down for the next episode and I might be like, yeah, I watched Roma, by the way. I take back everything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it now trumps the favourite. There you go. Also, um, Spike Lee got nominated and I like, why? <laughs> so, animated feature. Uh, Incredibles 2, Isle of Dogs. Uh, Marai, uh, Ralph Bakes the Internet, fucking hell, and Spider Man into the Spider Verse. We both know what this should be. Spider Man into the Spider Verse. But will it win? This will be the big upset, I think, for general audience. This is an interesting one as well. So Incredibles 2 is there, which I thought was a good film, but not. It was enjoyable. Not phenomenal. Love that fucking raccoon scene. I'll keep going on about that raccoon scene. I do think, though, I do think Coco is a better film than Incredibles 2. I haven't seen Coco, so. I I thought, I'm surprised it's not there. Isle of Dogs, I'm the first one to put my hands up on this. I just didn't get it. I came out of that film and everyone was like, oh, I love that. And I was I like... Loved it. I love it. But I, 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 I love Wes Anderson. I love it. I love Wes Anderson. And normally, I'm the first one to be like, no, it's a Wes Anderson film. That is me, the thing. Though, like, with Isle of Dogs, it felt it like it came from nowhere. It didn't really have, I guess, I don't know. But I still loved it. I was just like, because it was Wes Anderson. Yeah, and it's just... I don't know what it was. It just didn't click with me. So I'm like, that's off mine completely. Um, Mariah, haven't seen that. So I can't comment. Uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Why is that there? That film yeah. was completely. I remember middling, Audio Boy came back from the center after seeing that, and he was just like, "No, just yeah. like, well, it's like, it's it's fine. I get it. It's another it's another Disney official yeah, film. Pixar, but oh no, it's not Pixar. That one. That's that's Disney's CGI. How is it? Like Frozen. Didn't did Pixar do the first one? No. Did you not? I thought Pixar did the first. Mm-mm. I mean, I don't really care, but the first one wasn't good, so never <laughs> saw the second one. But yeah, so it's all right. But yeah, and then Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, the has obvious winner on that. Has to be. It's got to be. And if and here's I mean, the thing. Already, I've, already, I've already gushed about this film enough. So and I here's the thing. If it, the but... Academy are going this year to, let's give it to who's popular because it'll bring in more things. If they don't give it to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, people will riot. Yeah. People will lose I'll their riot. God-given minds. I'll go mental. Because... God, that film's amazing. I just find it bizarre. I honestly, personally, and this might, you know, again, it's my personal opinion, but I cannot believe Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse isn't up for Best Picture. But is that because it's animated? I Can think, you not yeah, nominate it? They separate animated and live-action films into Best Picture. And Surely that's going to have to change, surely, I mean, soon. But like, that conversation has come up so many years for, like, I mean, people Jungle said about Book. Coco, or the... Or the what was well, like, like films like Jungle Book, yeah, Jungle... which is live action mixed with CGI. But that's that... never going to get nominated for anything. Cause no, it's... but it, like if the next, if the Lion King came out, and when it, like when the Lion King hits us, and we're imagine in a in an amazing world, we're all like, holy fuck! Has everyone seen the Lion King? It's quite literally the best film of eternity. Let's give all the awards. Fucking John Favreau done it again. Iron Damn. Man one, and no Lion King. <laughs> so let's just let's pretend that happens. That film's going to be CGI, but with real worldscapes real scene like film scenes i mean i think the way it worked with the jungle book which was it was all blue screen and then they would just have like bits of shrubbery for like (laughs) context for the visual effects artists is that like what would that be a best animated film or would that have to get slotted i mean that's the thing that's interesting because that was the thing about gravity when people like when gravity won best cinematography and Mm. people like well all of the cinematography was created in a computer yeah so does it does it because i think it was the same year it was uh, the Hateful Eight and stuff like that was nominated for, and the Hateful Eight's Tarantino's best ever cinematography because he got in a better cinematographer. Yeah, but it was like, why did Gravity win? 
when it, no, nothing is real in other films where they went to these landscapes, they sat down that camera and they fucking waited they got it, to yeah, get that perfect. perfect shot. So that's a conversation that's been happening for a while and something like Lion King, I don't think it'll be the one to reignite that conversation, yeah. but there'll certainly be something like, I mean, if you look at some like Avengers Infinity War, 90% of that movie at a point is just in a computer yeah, totally. and it's just like actors with grey suits and little bobbles on them i mean so, everything i like everything robert downey jr does in the iron man it's just him in a grey suit it's him, it's, in a, it's him in a black screen with some fucking shit yeah blasted onto his face i don't i think iron man one was the last time he actually put a suit on no like iron the man, full iron man 2 no but i think like in iron man 2 they would have bits of it on for like oh, what really? the scene needed they just but iron man up. 1 was the only time he had the full <laughs> thing on that's amazing but yeah i think as like visual effects get even more insane and things like Lion King, yeah, we're gonna get to more of that conversation of like, is this animated? Is this best picture? Blah blah. Where's it gonna go? And to be honest, when you look at the best picture category and how shite it is, <laughs> Spider Man into Spider Verse should be nominated for best picture because it does things that ninety percent of those films can't even come close yeah, to. Yeah, didn't achieving. Do and didn't touch. So and all right, so let's let's. I think this is actually a good segue. So, what do we think about? The Oscars. So, so in in a in a in up a big, until this year, I fucking love them. <laughs> yes. So in a, in a big kind of storm though. So first and foremost, actually, what is happening this year? The Oscars. So for yeah. anyone that hasn't followed this, there's a few key headlines that we've mm-hmm. got. Um, first and foremost, that the Oscars does not have a host this year because Kevin Hart was fired for tweets he made ten years ago that were homophobic. Yeah. But since between those tweets being written and now. He's profusely apologised many, many times over and he's made the effort to uh, make up for those comments that he said. And he seems like someone who has more than gone the mile to try and apologise and show he's a better person. And like, you know what I mean? It's like, but it's the same with James Gunn, where James Gunn made all those tweets a long time ago and Disney just hit the panic button and ejected him. him Which is like... Disney doing that is just ridiculous. Yeah, when you look at the shit, Disney's yeah. <laughs> what Disney pulled. I mean, back look. In the day. I mean, they got rid of. Uh, yeah, they got rid of the head of Pixar for his stuff. So thankfully. I mean, I, I, it's good. I suppose it's good in the grand scheme. Steps I mean, yeah. Right to be honest, when Kevin Hart was announced as host, I was like, okay, he's just going to do Kevin Hart, and then they went, Kevin Hart's not hosting anymore. I was like, okay, I don't really care. But now like, nobody's doing. Because when and, it comes and, to the host of the Oscars, you got to get someone. Or real special for me to care because when it's fucking Jimmy Kimmel or Ellen DeGeneres, <laughs> I can't explain to you how much I don't give a fuck about their hey, monologue. Neil Patrick Harris's year though. I thought he did the Tonys. Tonys? I thought he did the Tonys. Did he do the Oscars? Audio boy, Google for us. Was that not? I thought he did the big song and dance at the Oscars. Was that? that was huge. Was that the Tonys? Hugh Jackman did a big song and dance, I think, at the Oscars. Well, I'll shut the fuck up. Um, I thought it was. I thought it was the Oscars. I I think the last host who was kind of alright because his monologue at the beginning was decent was uh, Chris Rock because he actually had something to say. But outside of that, Neil Patrick Harris, it was the top there. Hey, up, 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 up. Scroll, audio boy. Scroll. Oscars hosts NPH twenty fifteen. There we go. Thank you. I'll was, take that. Oh my god, Seth MacFarlane, that's a terrible year. But it's it's a weird it's a weird one though. So they need a big name. Big names don't want to do it, and it's gonna get even worse with things like this happening to Kevin Hart. Yeah. So so what are they gonna do? Well this year I think they're just gonna go for How's it how is it working this year then? Do we know? I think this year it's just gonna be like they'll have and presenting this Oscar is such and such and such and they'll walk out and they'll, or they'll have like an ensemble of people doing an ensemble piece. Oh my god, I've just cracked it. You know what they should do? What should, do you know what they should do? What should they do? They should get a guy dressed in all gold, like an Oscar, and he should do the whole... It'd be like... So, like, you know, no one can find tweets from him because he's just an anonymous golden figure. And, and then, then he can present Oscars. And, and he, then, he make little jokes like, you won me. Ta-da! And, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to respond to It'll anything you just meta. said. It'll be super meta. What about if at the end he'd like lifts the suit off and it was like uh, uh, Conan O'Brien? Oh God! Do you not like Conan O'Brien? No, I like Conan. O'Brien. No, I do not like. Conan Fine. What if he lifts? He lifts it off and it was me. No, God, what do you mean, no. no. That would be it. It would blast Ugh. me into stardom. No. Imagine this. Take it's the, us. No, it's audio boy. Ah. You take the suit off and it's just Philly. Like, hey guys. What up? Everybody, Paddington like, Two should have won everything. Goodbye, and he just walks away. <laughs> 
Uh, all right. So yeah. So they don't they don't have a host, which is its first major issue. Yeah. Second issue, they've now announced that they're going to be running the more the, well, the, the majority of technical awards, which were already segregated into a very small part of the show, to now they will be uh, given out during the ad breaks. During the ad break, and they've and they've said they're going to have more ad breaks than they've ever had before because well. they need to make up that dosh make up the dosh so <laughs> like your visual effects your costume designs your editing your sound editing like all that type of stuff is gonna be during the i mean this isn't new for um award shows i mean if you look at like the grammys and stuff yeah was it um oh audio boy on like the that guy curly hair does like comedy songs of popular ones Weird Al Yankovic like when Weird Al Yankovic won his first ever Grammy it took he got it before the Grammy started it was when all the people were shuffling in like finding their seats and stuff they just went and winning the award as well and he goes up and like gives a speech but no one's listening because everyone's just like trying, trying to, find to find their, their seat or they're outside in the that's the, mental the great, yeah it's like this is the thing like but then of course when Kanye West and Taylor Swift and Nicki Minaj walk in they get all the fucking yeah, glitz yeah, and glamour yeah. and show so for award shows, it, a lot of it is oh, Jimmy Fallon, Oscar host. Who Jimmy Fallon? I reckon he'll do it. Jimmy Fallon loves it. What this year? No, it's not going to happen. No, they're, they're going. They're going hostless. At this point, they're host. Maybe next year, but I think if anyone, if anyone that's got anything to do with the Oscars is listening to this, hit me up. <laughs> where where can they uh, reach you? They can uh, just get me at the Meandering Movie Podcast Gmail. So that's. Meandering movie podcast at gmail.com. Yep. And uh, I'll respond and I will come and do the Oscars. Now, that does involve you actually looking at that email once in a while because I can't think of the last time you looked at that email. I checked that email. When was the last time you checked that email? That's, that's not the point. I think it is. I'll check it from now on. Okay. Why? What's in there? <laughs> what have I missed? Nothing. But what have you signed us up to? Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> we've got our own Pornhub account. Let's go on there. Um, do you see that guy from that one? Is he's one? <laughs> Where are you going with this? Ryan Creamer from on Pornhub. You not seen this? No. So he, he's like he's put up a bunch of videos of really wholesome content. Um, so rather than it, rather than the usual, like <laughs> rather than. <laughs> Rather than the usual you get on Pornhub, uh, he's put things up like, me, your stepbrother, politely declining your obvious <laughs> advances. Me uh, me and my partner uh, not having sex, but holding hands because oh, we've decided God, she's had a hard alleged. day. Why can't I be that funny? He's, he's put up a bunch, like a whole bunch of videos. He's got like 500 subscribers now. And Pornhub... You can subscribe in Pornhub? Dude, Pornhub is mental as a community platform. It's like the new Facebook, except full of tits. And and <laughs> I mean, Facebook is full of tits, but it's just the, <laughs> the actual tits. It's just people who are tits. So yeah, so like, yeah, so yeah, anyway. Anyway, Ryan Creamer, if you want to go check him out on Pornhub, he's Great fucking he's name awesome. as well. It's good. I know what but I'm doing tonight. Apparently, if you get uh, 200,000 subscribers or 20,000 subscribers on Pornhub, they send you a varsity jacket. Like a Pornhub varsity jacket. Oh, we need to get a varsity jacket from Pornhub. And he that he got one sent out early because they were just like, we really love your work. Thank you for this. Do you know and what? Because he's got. Do you know what I've just realised is we always have this dream, or maybe I do. I don't know, but you, Audio Boy, definitely doesn't of being on Pornhub. Steady is uh, <laughs> is to <laughs> is to upgrade one day to a video podcast instead of an audio podcast. <laughs> I thought, and I thought you guys like I've always had this dream to upgrade to Pornhub Premium. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we ever like start to make money from this podcast, that's where it's immediately going to go. But on number one on the list, instead of putting our podcast up on YouTube or Vimeo, I think we should commit to Pornhub being our platform you think for this that's podcast. What we should do. Yeah, we'll do it in our, our underwear, and then no one will watch it. Actually, Audio Boy will do it in his underwear, and you and I will do it fully clothed, <laughs> and we will fucking yeah. crush it on Pornhub. We will crush that. Oh man. I'm cutting that word. <laughs> Thank you. Please do. Just put a beep. Just put a beep. Yeah. yeah, put a beep. And then everyone will know you are an animal. So you know circling, circling back to the Oscars after uh, Ryan Creamer. Ryan Creamer's uh, Pornhub account. What do you think? Uh, do you think the Oscars at this point, with what they're doing, can salvage the show? I think the Oscars is fucked, personally. I think the Oscars is fucked. I think... And and then here's here's the final thing we we're going to talk about today. Anyway, I think award ceremonies for films are fucking stupid. Anyway, okay. And 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 this conversation between myself and you is kind of like highlighted it even further for me in the sense that movies are so subjective. 
like I could love a film which you could think is a piece of shit. In fact, I love many films that you think are pieces of shit. And I you mean, have told I me like that. the Temple of Doom, and you fucking hate the Temple. You tell of me Doom. that on a regular basis. So, Spider Man One is a good movie. It's, let's not. <laughs> this <laughs> is going to be the almost got me there, Gary. Let's not. We'll save it. We'll save it. Add for an it. extra hour into this podcast. Save it. So, th- movies are so subjective anyway, and anyone can love whatever they want. So when Best Picture comes up and things like Bohemian Rhapsody are there, which yeah you don't like dog shit you don't like at all and a lot of people do like who's to say it's dog shit like at the end of the day who like like why does it matter let people enjoy what they enjoy and 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 why do we have to give these awards out to make to fucking i am i am completely with you on the subjective Mm. and the movies let's all just enjoy them i mean i nothing there's nothing i love more than when like when you and I just fucking gushed about Spider Man and the Spider Verse in our uh, previous oh, ep- in our in our episode so seven whenever we that yeah I just I love that moment like when Audio Boy and I go see a movie and we come out of it and there's that great chat that you yeah. just like you just sit down and you just you just can't not talk about the film like yeah 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 even if your your conversation drifts off perhaps meanders off into a different place you that just was so un like. <laughs> <laughs> so forced it's just there's just things that just bring you back oh but actually remember that bit and you just talk about it just like yeah and for me the oscars was isn't this year was my chance to just talk about and celebrate and gush about some of the wonderful little gems that i'd enjoyed from that mm. year and but instead it, of it's... because if you look at youtube now and youtube is just like oh the new avengers trailers hit Let's spend the next two months dissecting this thirty seconds of Avengers trailer, yeah, yeah, yeah. and now a new trailer has. Oh, here's a screenshot. Let's let's put this on a, the front page of our website and talk in agnosium about what does this pose mean or what yeah, does this yeah, cost? Yeah. And and is I, this person missing from the latest trailer? Have they edited them out? I mean, like, with, fuck off. With Disney bringing out their new uh, uh, streaming service, we're gonna have so much Star Wars stuff. I'm just I'm already done with like the onslaught of Star Wars news. And I'm just like batting down the hatches, putting a kind of Roman style shield wall over myself to just keep out all the Star Wars nonsense. Because I just, I'm just, just kind of enjoy the next film. I just want to enjoy the next film because I'm bored of 365 days of look at this new screenshot from Marvel, yeah, yeah, look at this new that. scene from Star Wars. So for me, the Oscars is like, hey, I get to go away from all that, and I get to spend a month or two sharing and talking and enjoying being these. wanky about the being pretentious films. a big old ryan creamer wank about these films <laughs> no he doesn't wank you've missed the point oh of ryan I'll, I'll he'll wank <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, I i do get that i do really that but then but then this why is, do i talk sometimes oh man i don't know it just comes out here but then this is the this is the problem the oscars is dying yes right the oscars is dying yes it's in the tea leaves so to get people back in for the oscars they've had to go against your ethos for the oscars yep. and they've had to bring in the the fan favorite movies but it's kind of too little too late and yep. like what we really need to do is focus on like i think is it sundance festival sundance festival is probably the new oscars like re, like like is that i mean that's, no. a, that's a broad statement but what I, what I mean by that is i think they're, the they're, independent spirit awards there we go whatever whichever one whichever one it might be i the reason i'm saying sundance is normally i see films that had an award at the sundance festival and i'm like oh Bang, yeah, they, that like, film is or, banging. Or like the, the Palme d'Or for the... Um... Whatever it might be. Whichever wanky, pretentious festival that you like more than the Oscars that I wouldn't have ever heard of is probably going to be the new Oscars. Oh, fuck. Would you get the Palme d'Or for? I'm just blanking on this. I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay. Audio Boy will be on it. So, my, but my point being that, the, you know, there's there's probably a festival that's up and coming which is going to be tagging everything that you like, which will be your, your new... Pretty much if it's made by A24, Annapurna, I'm fucking... I'm there. <laughs> just and Ryan creaming think, all over it. I think that's probably going to be the uh, where we're going to have to go. The, the, Cannes, the Cannes Film Festival. Cannes Film it. Festival. I just couldn't remember that. Anyway. Yeah, that one as well. So like these, these festivals are the ones that I think are going to end up being. They're going to evolve into. Probably they're going to well they're going to they're going to at least be the place where you will go to be like you you will go to be like oh, I like these films and other people will be like yeah no these are the best films the Oscars pfft, sack that off. Because I mean, the Oscars needs to drill, draw in numbers to keep the money. I mean, here's, here's a really worrying thing: is if this experiment that they're there's desperate, pathetic experiment that they are currently uh, attempting with this year's Oscars, if it's successful, 
then I'm definitely going to be done with the Oscars because it's going to turn into another MTV Movie Awards where it's, hey, and here's Dwayne The Rock Johnson to give yeah. the award for yeah, yeah, best yeah. action scene. I'm like, fuck me with a hammer. I don't want to sit through that. Why would I want to sit through that? Why, why do you always come up with the worst objects to be fucked with? I don't, that's not true. I mean, a hammer depends what end you use. <laughs> oh, mate, we've talked about sex far too much on this we're going to be talking about the oscars it's my fault i brought up Pornhub. apologies guys apologies listeners um i love yeah. how you said listeners plural that's very generous so, sorry mum <laughs> <laughs> hi gary's mum uh, um yeah all right cool i think is there anything else you want to talk about or are we i mean i, f- I feel i've covered you pretty happy a lot of ground you got your anger out oh i haven't even started to get my anger out but this was a great outlet and i was so i, I remember a Saying the audio, but I can't wait to record this podcast. So what, what we oh. what we should do, I think, once the Oscars have been announced, and oh, awarded, I love this idea that you're we'll, about to say. We'll have a secondary follow up episode, yeah. Um, and yeah, we can we can dissect the fucking we'll train, train wreck, the, the train wreck that is about to if hit it us. Isn't Roma? It doesn't deserve it. <laughs> Um, and yeah, we'll go from there. But I think for the time being, we will wrap if, up. If Bohemian Rhapsody wins anything, I'm going to give up. If you'd like to get in touch, <laughs> you can get us on Instagram at the Meandering Movie. No, just the Meandering Movie Podcast just on Instagram. Meandering Movie Podcast. Twitter at Meandering Pod. Email Meandering Movie Podcast at gmail.com. And you can get us on Facebook at the Meandering Movie Podcast. If you search yep. that on the search bar, it will pop up. Um, please, if you are listening to these, give us a review on yeah. whatever platform you're iTunes, listening to. SoundCloud. Accepts reviews. Just send us a wee message. Just saying, hey, like I got a message today from Phil's good friend Bruce. Hiya, Bruce. Thanks for listening. You're a great guy. He just hey, sent me a wee message, just being like, liking the Thoroughly podcast. Enjoying it. And I'm like, cheers, bud. That's nice. Just, just, or send us a message saying how much you fucking hate us and how much you can't stand Gary's terrible, slutty mouth. You tell us that stuff. That's all fair. The final thing we'd like to ask for, any suggestions you've got, anything you want to talk to, Ooh, or you want us you. to talk about, let us know. We're constantly looking for um, topics, and yeah, we'll be able to get chatting about it sooner rather than later. Yes. That's it from us. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Gary Copeland. I'm back by Gav. I'll uh, speak to you next time. Bye. It's me and movies. It's me and movies. It's me and movies. So...